0: Welcome you back to season three and episode number two of 2A Talking Tactical. Uh, today we're going to be doing a somewhat follow-up uh, on an issue that come to light or ended up happening on April the 2nd, I believe it was, of 2023 up in Loudoun County, Virginia. Some of you may be aware I've done a YouTube on this uh, a little bit more in depth, uh, explaining what had happened. But I'm gonna do a follow up on the podcast. You can refer back to my YouTube video on what initially happened, but to give you a brief of uh, what had transpired on April 2nd in Loudoun County, Virginia, a uh, Uber Eats employee had gone to a mall in loudon county to pick up an order there he was met with a youtube prankster uh, cook tanner cook tanner is well known in the youtube community for doing pranks on youtube that's how he makes his money and whatnot so mr cook another individual that was with him and three others uh, had approached Mr. Coley, Alan Coley, and was doing a prank on him. Mr. Coley suffers from severe anxiety, Uh, is kind of down on his luck, uh, living out of his vehicle, working for Uber Eats, make a little money. He is also a concealed carry uh, permit holder from what we understand and is a member of U.S. Concealed Carry, USCCA as a Platinum member. So Mr. Cook proceeds to start harassing Mr. Coley while being videotaped by his friends. And Mr. Coley's trying to walk away from him. Mr. Cook continues to pursue him, get up in his face. At that time, Mr. Coley is seen in the video reaching into the pocket of his hoodie and pulling out a firearm and shooting Mr. Cook in the stomach in self-defense. What has been learned since then is Mr. Coley sat down on a bench there in the mall. uh people are calling nine one one It was originally reported to be a active shooter and multiple victims, whatnot. Well, when police arrived, they found Mr. Coley sitting on a bench not far from Mr. Cook. They placed Mr. Coley in cuffs, his gun was already on the floor, which is where Mr. Coley put it after the shooting. Uh, And then, of course, they rendered aid to Mr. Cook. Mr. Cook did uh, recover from his injuries, and Mr. Coley was subsequently uh, charged and arrested for uh, the bodily injury to Mr. Cook and discharging a firearm in a public building. So moving forward several months, they went to court on September 25th of 2023. And I believe after two or three days of deliberation and putting forth the effort, Mr. Coley was cleared of the shooting uh, as far as the bodily injury that they did rule it, a jury did rule it self-defense. However, he was charged and convicted of discharging a firearm in a public building. Uh, Going back, Mr. Coley uh, apparently did not contact USCCA immediately after the shooting. So USCCA was not aware of it. So the big turmoil has been and several YouTubers have put out videos, uh, attorneys on retainer has put out a video and alluding that USCCA had dropped Mr. Coley after ma- being made aware of the incident, and he was provided a public defender instead of an attorney from USCCA. So with it being an active investigation, an ongoing case over the last months, they uh, have been putting out information that's been unknown. So as I've said on the podcast and my YouTube channel before, and you'll see on my social media platforms, I am a USCCA elite member. I have been for four years this past December. I also have an affiliate link with USCCA. So this raised some questions and flags to me that I wanted answered. Uh, to decide whether or not, number one, I was going to continue to advertise for USCCA and or uh, remain a member. So I called USCCA uh, with several questions. And one of my first questions was, was why was Mr. Coley uh, provided a public defender instead of an attorney with uh, supplied by USCCA? That's when I was advised that Mr. Coley did not uh, notify USCCA immediately after the shooting. I don't know if Mr. Coley ended up calling them, a family member of Mr. Coley called them, how USCCA found out, but I was told that once the USCCA was notified, they jumped right in and provided him an attorney. Mr. Coley was essentially uh, released, time served, for the discharging of a firearm inside a public building. However, he did have to turn over his concealed carry permit and obviously forfeit the firearm. So uh, the back and forth has been, USCCA didn't hold up to their end of their agreement uh, with the member being active, paid up and all that. USCCA has lost a lot of members because of this because nobody knows the facts people are jumping to conclusions and jumping ship uh, going to other uh, self-defense insurance programs or attorneys on retainer and the reason i keep mentioning attorneys on retainers because they are one of a few that have been very vocal on what uscca has and has not done. So me being me, I went to the attorneys on retainer website and a couple of things stuck out and I have brought it to their attention. One was uh, when you go to attorneys on retainer website and you look at the comparison. um, So one of the first things that stuck out with me was Covers invalid slash expired CCW permit. And when you go to their website and look at this, there's a little circle with an uh, undercase, or not an undercase, but a small I. And when you hover over that, it says in a state without constitutional carry. Well, they've got a check mark under them, but under USCCA, they have an X, meaning they do not cover you if you have an invalid or expired concealed carry permit. So me being a member going uh, now four years, uh, that didn't sound right to me. So I looked it up and I called US concealed carry and confirmed that you do not have to have a concealed carry permit in order to be covered by USCCA. So that is in fact false on AOR's side. So as I read further down under bail bond coverage, they had uh, a check mark and they had one of those little eyes on it with the that you could hover over, and when you hover over it, it said unless excluded by state law or something to that effect. Uh, USCCA does have a check mark, so I reached out to AOR uh, in a nice way. I sent them a message and I do have a copy of that. I'm going to end up posting on the website, but I did reach out to AOR and I was like, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I'm like, Hey, you know, I was, you know, in looking at, you know, your benefits and whatnot, I, I found these and there's some indiscrepancies here. You may want, you know, to let your people know so they can correct it. And I pointed out the concealed carry, uh, issue that they needed to change and in in all this time I was also looking because I knew having worked in law enforcement that there are some states that prevent a defense attorney from posting bail I then learned that North Carolina which is where I'm at is one of them in North Carolina a, a an attorney cannot post your bail so if you're in a self-defense situation and you hire an attorney, whether it be on your own or if it's, or whatever the case may be, they cannot post your bail. U.S. concealed carry has money set aside to post your bail. Well, attorneys on retainer have it on there that they can. So there was that disclosure, so I was bringing that up. Well, not long after I submitted that form, Oh, let me back up a little bit. So I had also said that, you know, I made reference to the videos that the two attorneys had done uh, in reference to the Alan Coley case and just made them aware of some things that I had found out. Well, not long after I had done that, I received a phone call by a female with attorneys on retainer, rotator. Uh, and she said, "I, you know, I got your information. I see that you're wanting to sign up. I was like, no, I, I I don't want to sign up. And I said, have you read the message? She said, yeah, I'm reading it now. So she hadn't even read my message before she picked up the phone and called me. But that's neither here nor there. So anyway, I explained to her where I was coming from. She's like, okay, I'll uh, I'll pass I'll pass this on, you know, to the appropriate people. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad. I'm not upset at anybody. But if the last ten years ha- should have taught us anything it's not to jump to conclusions and accuse people of doing something they didn't do or wrongfully accusing them not knowing you know the whole story and even the guy at uscca has had told me he's like we can't come out with everything because we haven't got the permission from mr coley which i totally understand and respect so i understand you know i get all that So anyway, um, not long after that, I checked my email and I had received an email from an individual with um, attorneys on retainer and I'm not going to give, I'm not going to say his name, but he says, hello, John, you are not required to have a CCW for AOR I'm not sure where you thought it says that, but it's not required. And then he quotes from the website. And then he says, as far as Mr. Coley, attorneys Mark Victor and Andrew Marcantile, or Markenthal, reported on what was known. Thank you. So I replied back because um, that's who I am and it's what I do. I replied back with I wasn't saying you are required on your website in the comparison chart it looks like USCCA would not cover you if you had an expired permit I attached a screenshot for reference and then he replies back uh, the next day the next morning and says hello John I will pass this along to the attorneys I don't make those decisions thank you and I replied back, I said, okay, a lady with AOR called me last night after I submitted the inquiry, and I explained it to her. She said she would let them know also, hope you have a good day. He replied back, okay, thank you and you too. So the way I read into that, I think somebody was a little aggravated or perturbed that I had sent that in, making them aware of all this stuff. So anyway, I I give it a day or two and I'm, thumbing through YouTube, uh, and I run across another video. So uh, it is a guy that I follow. Uh, I love his his videos. I, I subscribe to him. I like what he does. It's Heavy Duty Country on YouTube. Dan lives in Texas. So Dan was a USCCA member, and he went to Attorneys on Retainer, I think after the Alan Coley incident. So he's put out a video attorneys on retainer has put out a video. So Dan lives in Texas. Well, one of the things that I found in doing my research is that there are 45 states that prohibit a an attorney from posting your bail, 45 states. So Texas, is one that does allow an attorney to post bail. There's a bunch of red tape. There's a bunch of only if this, uh, only if that, and it's very hard to read and understand. Uh, Something along the effects, your defense attorney can't post bail, but a civil attorney can. Well, if you're in a self-defense situation, uh, you don't want at the time at that particular time you don't want a civil attorney you want a defense attorney so in 45 states if you have aor uh when it comes to bail they're not going to be able to post your bail where uscca can attorneys on retainer are in arizona And from what I'm reading, if they don't have an attorney that's already with them in the state, then they will find one. Well, the problem still lies that an attorney cannot post bail for a client. So if you're in a self-defense situation and depending on how things are played out, what's said, what happened, and everything's different, every every, um, situation is different if you are arrested and put in jail the first thing you're going to want is to get out bail well if you don't have the money uh you're going to have to find a bail bondsman if you have if you don't have a protection insurance company i.e uscca if you have attorneys on retainer they can't post your bail so you're there now they will defend you in court but they will, they're will they not gonna be able to post your bail. In the states that do allow it, uh, and this is, I'm reading from their website, under the fact, and you can do this, go to attorneysonretainer.us and then click go to facts, and just type in in the search bail. Well, the third one that comes up, how much will AOR pay towards bail bonds? And I'm reading directly from their website. Unless prohibited by your state, payments for bail bonds operate as follows. Secure Bonds. If the client has sufficient collateral, AOR will provide funds up to $50,000 for a secure bond on a posted bond value of up to $500,000. A secure bail bond, also known as a secure bail bond or secured appearance bond, is a specific type of bail bond that requires the defendant to provide collateral to secure their release from jail. The collateral serves as a guarantee that the defendant will appear in court as required. So under cash bonds, AOR will provide funds up to 50,000 for a cash bond of 50,000. So at the bottom of that, they have in parentheses, and I don't know when this was put on there, this faq will be supplemented soon with a detailed video discussing various issues regarding which states prohibit attorneys from posting bail bonds so i guess my first question is if this has been there why is it taking so long for them to put a video out uh third or secondly if they did put it up uh, in response to my inquiry, uh, they may want to go ahead and put that on there. But they have removed the little I under bell bonds on their comparison sheet. So unless you go digging for this or you specifically go and look for this, you're not going to know that If you're in one of those 45 states, you're not going to know or may not know that attorneys on retainer cannot post your bail if you are arrested in a self-defense, uh, incident. So I don't, you know, these people that have left USCCA and gone to attorneys on retainer, I'm not sure if they're aware of this or not, uh, I'm only putting this content out so that if people run across my podcast or run across my video they at least you know i'm I'm trying to make a a good faith effort into letting them know and it's like I say with elections, I don't care who you vote for but know who you are voting for so if you've jumped ship from u s c c a or any other self-defense program and gone to attorneys on retainer if you're in these 45 one of these 45 states and you're arrested uh, you may be sitting in jail for a while Uh, so anyway I just wanted to bring people up to date on that I will be posting a list of the states on the website it is to a talk the letter N tactical.com to talking tactical.com I'm going to try to get that up there tonight um, for people to look at uh, look at it see what state you're in. If you're thinking about going to attorneys on retainer, just look at their plan. look at what they do cover, what they don't cover look at the fine print this this fine print, will make a difference if you're involved in a self-defense situation. Um, I don't want to see anybody rightfully be defending themselves or their family or a friend or a bystander. And because, you know, a law enforcement agency don't know the facts and the district attorney, you know, have for whatever reason a bad feeling and you're placed in jail, you're given a bond but you don't have the money for bond bail, whichever word you want to use. Um, if you have these people, then you're it's, you're gonna you, it's gonna be a sad day because you're the first thing you're gonna say is, well, what am I paying for? Well, we have it on there that unless prohibited by your state, um, you know, we'll post your bail. But if your state's one of them, then we can't post your bail, and that's uh it's not real good odds if it's forty-five states that prohibit that. So um uh, so anyway, um go check out the website again, two tactical dot com. Uh check me out on YouTube. I've done a video on that. I'll be posting or uploading that here tonight as well if you're listening to the podcast here in the next couple hours. So uh, again, just uh, if you're planning on joining one of these companies, make sure you read the fine print. Uh, If you decide you want to cover or I'm sorry, if you decide you want to sign up with USCCA, they've got three different memberships that you can do. Uh, I ask that you use my referral link. I am an affiliate member. It helps the channel out. It helps the podcast out. Uh, In full disclosure, you can, once you become a member, uh, you get a referral, your own referral link. And if you refer somebody, then you get a $200 credit that you can use in the USCCA store to buy merchandise. And they've got some real nice stuff. Um, I just ordered off of $200. I had somebody sign up. I immediately got my $200 coupon code. I bought a very nice hoodie, uh, a nice zip-up jacket, a t-shirt, um, a hat, uh no, and some pins. Uh, so what I plan on doing is using the money from the referrals buying merchandise and doing some giveaways on the podcast and or the youtube channel to try to help build the platform so if you would go check me out on youtube it's youtube.com forward slash at sign to a talking tactical like and subscribe if you would please the affiliate links are in there and the affiliate link is also on my website um so anyway, I hope you all have a good evening. Please stay safe and can't hope you join the next one. <laughs>